this is a prelude to today's episode of Into Your Head podcast. Uh, it might be a hell of a long prelude, though, uh, now that I think about it, because at this at the current time, I've only made 20 minutes of the show, and I'd like it to be closer to 30 minutes long, so we have another, another 9 or 10 minutes to put in, so I'm going to see if I can put it in here before the show even starts, and then we'll be, we'll be ahead of ourselves by 50%. That's what it would be, or by 33%, I don't, depending on what way you look at it. Depending what way you look at it, suffice to say, uh, it's good to get ahead of yourself, I guess. Or is it? Is it good to get ahead of yourself? There's a question for you. Is it good to get ahead of you? Well, we'll see now, because I'm going to take tomorrow's vitamin C today and see how that goes. And uh, I'm being careful with the vitamin C at the moment, because my wife starts a new uh, school class every September, and as as sure as as sure as hell freezes over every time my cat comes back with a dead bird uh, I get a cold every time my wife starts the new school year because you get bombarded with child uh, children's colds that she uh, insists on bringing home and giving them to me so I'm going to get ahead on my vitamin C here uh, uh, tomorrow Tomorrow I'll have uh, the next, the following day's vitamin C, and then the day after that I'll have the following day's uh, vitamin, uh, vitamin C. And when I judge, well, when I judge that the, the immediate September uh, new school season danger has uh, has abated, uh, then I'll probably have a day when I don't have any vitamin C at all, and then I'll get back to normal timeage. Of them. Oh, in case you're wondering, they're chewable vitamin C tablets. Um, they taste fucking delicious, I can tell you. And here's one of the best tasting vitamins I can have, I can tell you. <laughs> vitamin C's. I think I mentioned them on the previous episode as well. And it's basically, it's basically chewable orange. A chewable. Or- if you were to get an orange, uh, the fruit and uh, basically bake it in some sort of a yeah, some sort of powdery tablet thing, a chewable powdery tablet thing, and add in extra orange flavouring or seasoning, or maybe just more condensed orange essence. I don't know how to do it. Suffice to say, to make a tiny little tablet, it's chewable and crunchy and tastes like an orange, but it's more, it's more substantial in that it's more solid. Uh, but it's less, less substantial in that it's much smaller than an orange fruit. Uh, so I don't know which uh, which is better. An, or, an orange, which uh, if I had started eating an orange at the same time that I started eating these tablets just now, I'd probably still be eating the orange. But I might be, I think I'd be enjoying it less because it's not crunchy. The crunchiness is what's satisfying. If you're one of those gene- genetic modifiers or fruit out there, uh, could you please work on making the fruit, the orange, more crunchy and solid? Because I'd like that. Uh, maybe base it on uh, Terry's, uh, Terry's chocolate orange, which is co- a confectionery item, uh, but make it without the chocolate, because I'm trying to be healthy here. Uh, much as I'd love the orange fruit to be uh, uh, just like the, the confectionery item, chocolate orange, uh, I want it to be a non calorie in that way. I'm trying to do a health thing here. Uh, I'll probably, 
Uh, ironically, I'll probably eat an orange or two later because I'm on a diet as well. I'm eating oranges and apples all over the place like there's no tomorrow. Uh, but I'm also eating these orange vitamins as well to get the extra vitamin C in. Uh, vitamin C. It's Oh, it's one of the finest vitamins known to man. It's taught to help uh, fight off the common cold, as I understand it. Also, those other stuff, I don't know. It's probably something to do with your bones or something. Probably stops you from dying. Uh, but if, if that's the case, it's working. Because I'm still alive. I'm still alive. Uh, although, if I'm dead five minutes from now, you won't know for some time. Because I've already made uh, the rest of the show, uh, which starts after this segment. So... It might be a false survival. We'll see, though. We'll see soon enough, I suppose. The evidence will out itself at some point as to whether or not I'm still alive after this. I probably will be, though. I feel fine. I feel fine. It's not a Beatles song. Uh, something, something, something. I feel fine. I'm in love with her and I feel fine. I think it's a B-side of something, is it? I don't know. It's off something, something, something. Sounds familiar, doesn't it? Something, something, something. I feel fine. Maybe it only sounds familiar because I just sang it just now. And maybe, it, maybe it's not a Beatles song at all. And I just, my imagination made it up. In which case, well done to my imagination for making a making a brand new Beatles song on the fly. That's not even copyright because it doesn't belong to the Beatles. Absolutely, that's what you do when you want to when you want to entertain your public. Uh, but a Beatles song, but you don't want to have to pay the Beatles royalties. Uh, make your own Beatles song and pretend it's by the Beatles until the copyright police turn up and then you explain to them that it's not really by the Beatles at all, you made it up and they'll say oh I don't know what to do now, don't know how to react to that, don't know how to respond, maybe I should just put handcuffs around your ankles and leave your hands free to continue editing your podcast Uh, but uh Oh, handcuff you to the floor just to make sure you don't run off while we continue our investigations. Will we do that? I don't know. I don't know. I have an itchy ear here. I probably shouldn't be telling you that. You probably don't need to know that. Uh, But no, I have an itchy ear. I should probably... I should probably poker with a uh, with one of these things. These what do you call them? Uh, Tesco cotton buds. It's basically a buddy that's made out of cotton. A buddy that you stick in your ear because you don't appreciate the buddy's friendship as much as it appreciates you. Uh, but it's okay. It's an it's an inanimate object. Inanimate, completely inanimate. Uh, but no, I won't I won't use it until I'm finished recording. I'll be that will be vulgar of me to be poking a thing round in my ear uh, picking out earwax while I'm talking to you it would also interfere with my ability to hear what I'm saying and how it sounds uh, so no we won't do that we won't do that uh, just as Meatloaf says uh, I'd do anything for uh, my podcast uh, and I will do that and I will uh, I will um Oh, I will not do that, which is doing a thing for my... By not doing that, I'm doing something for my podcast. Uh, by, uh, oh, you know, you get the general idea. Anyway, where are we? Seven and a half minutes. That's enough. That's enough. Uh, on with the already made portion of the show. 
on episode 771 of Into Your Head. Uh, I don't know yet, I haven't recorded it yet, I've only recorded the first 2 minutes and 44 seconds and during that I speak about the following which you're about to hear. There's no point, there's no point pre-announcing stuff that's going to happen in, in the next 3 minutes. Uh, fuck's sake, you don't need, no no, that's that's going over the top. I would know, coming up after that, lots of stuff presumably, haven't created the rest of the show yet. Uh, well, it's coming. It's coming. Uh, rest assured, it's coming. It's on the way. It's on the way. Absolutely fucking fantastic. Hello. to get on with today, items that need to be attended to, issues that need to be addressed, topics, oh topics, we've got lots and lots of topics, we're positively booming to the seams with topics, we've got topics coming out of, uh, topics coming out of, uh, topics, uh, topics coming, uh, there's a bar, there's a confectionery item over here, I'm not sure if you foreigners are aware of it, uh, called topic, it's a topic bar, it's called it, oh it's just called topic on the label. I would refer to it as a topic bar. It's basically it's a bar of it's a bar of crap. A bar of uh, the usual crap you get in a confectionery stand in a shop. It's basically crap crammed into a cuboid shaped uh, or cylindrical shaped item. Uh, not completely cylindrical, but if the the top the bottom is always flat, but sometimes the top is cylindrical. The top of a bar of chocolate is sometimes cylindrical. Uh, maybe less so over there in America land. In America land, you're uh, your uh, oh, your chocolate bars a lot of the time were a bit like your cars used to be up until about 15 or 20 years ago. Big flat slabs to take up half the road. Uh, but no, over here we have uh, cuboid shaped things like the Mars bar, for example, would be the standard shape and size of a... Oh, there's my phone. <laughs> Hold on a minute. Let's have a look at this now. Uh, oh, that's just, just what I saw. A new message. Your parcel motel delivery is ready for collection at Hatoi, Texaco. Your collection pin is uh, 4700. Uh, don't worry, that's a unique pin which by the time you heard this I'll have used. It's a one single use pin so it's fine for me to broadcast it uh, on the programme. Uh, I thought you might even upload this before I go and collect it but by the time uh, by the time you hear it by the time you get to the place to collect it, uh, well you'll need my phone number as well anyway but no I'll have used the pin by then it'll be long gone i've collected my parcel from the parcel motel and i'll be on my way back here on my way as that song by the proclaimers go uh, we're on our way from happiness to misery today <laughs> It's not from Shrek, I think it is one of the Shrek movies. Uh, one of the Shrek movies, they have a song by the Scottish pop duo, the Proclaimers, who are a pair of twins. Uh, they're both twins from the same couplet, either that or if they're from different couplets, and there's a remarkable coincidence involved. Uh, but no, no, uh, the Proclaimers, uh, where was I? Ah, something about chocolate or bars, I don't know. Anyway, two confectionery items walk into a chocolate bar. One of the chocolate bar uh, confectionery items goes straight up to the ingredients, the ingredients list. 
counter uh, writer bar and says hello uh, i'm an ingredient in your chocolate bar now you'd better add me to your ingredients list as as required by law you have to put everything in the ingredients list and put a calorific breakdown and say how many i'll say how many units of alcohol if applicable are in me and all the rest of us and the man behind the ingredients writing bar says don't tell me how to do my job uh, frigging uh, ingredients you're just an ingredient. Have some humility. You're not a. You're not a freaking. You're not a freaking lecturer at the at the University of Food Ingredient Composition Writing. Uh, so get your fucking. Uh, get a fucking grip. And uh, uh, and the ingredient says, "Oh, I'm very sorry. I meant no offence. I was just signing in. I was just checking in, introduce, making my presence known instead of just barging into your chocolate bar without notifying you of my presence. I was having a bit of manners. That's all I was doing. I was trying to have a bit of manners and a bit of respect and show my and announce my arrival. And the man behind the whatever you call it bar says, "I don't need to know about your arrival. You're not fucking there. You're not the president of." United States arriving at a arriving at a ball or a banquet and expecting to be announced at the door. No, no, sit down and shut up. And the ingredient says, "Oh, I'm very sorry. I'll go and sit down and shut up now. What will I sit on? Will I sit on this this layer of uh, solidified caramel? Will I do that, or should I spread myself out evenly throughout the bars, ingredients, or what should I do?" And the man behind the bar says, "You'll do what you're told. That's what you'll you'll do." And the ingredient says, indeed I will, but I'm waiting to be told. And the band behind the ingredients uh, writing label, writing bar, or whatever the fuck we're calling it, says, uh, I'll get back to you uh, when I'm good and ready. Is that clear? And the ingredient says, oh yes, perfectly clear, perfectly clear. Well done. You're very good at your job, making the ingredients clear on everything. And a great night has had by all. Uh, and then two cats walk into a bar and then this one of them goes straight up to the bar counter and says hello uh, i'm here as an emergency substitute for another uh, two things walk into a bar story that didn't last as long as it needed to last uh, can i have a pint of your finest guinness please and the man behind the bar says certainly sir certainly sir would you like a bar of chocolate with that and the cat says i certainly would not you don't know what's in those things and the barman says well you could read the ingredients on the label although now did you mention that I don't provide the label or the packaging I take it out of its packaging and put it on a plate with cutlery because this is a classy joint here this is a classy joint uh, not that you'd find joints in here you can't buy a joint in here or smoke a joint in here I can tell you because those things are illegal they're, Ill they're as illegal as be damned if you come in here smoking a joint I can tell you first thing that will happen happen is that the law will come down on you like a ton of bricks you'll be arrested and the policeman will come along and he'll say off to prison you must go you must go off to prison you must go my fair lady and the cat says i think you're confusing the off to prison you off to prison you must go song uh, with the song london bridges falling down my fair lady i think you've made an amalgamation of them
uh, mashup, if you will. Although I believe that's the fashionable thing nowadays. The young people like listening to mashups on the internet. You get you get sweet shoulder mine by Guns N' Roses, and you get oh, you get some Madonna song, and you meld them together as a mashup, and you go, uh, take me down to the paradise city where the grass is green and the girls are pretty. Oh, we're going on a summer holiday. <laughs> And then they put in some drums and they meld it up. They usually do it a bit more professionally than I just did. That was just a that was just a, a fictional example, but you get the general idea. And the man behind the bar says, "I do indeed, I do indeed." And a great night has had by all. Now, uh, I know what you're thinking there. You're thinking, oh, you're thinking. Uh, I wonder what I'm going to listen to next after this. I wonder what I'm going to listen to next after this. Uh, well, I don't know. You probably weren't asking me. You were just wondering quietly to your... You weren't even wondering aloud. At least you didn't think you were. But if I can pick up on what you're wondering, then uh, maybe you are wondering aloud. You're wondering thoughts are leaking and I can sense them here. At least I can pretend to sense them. Which is the same thing, effectively, if I don't tell you that I'm just pretending. Although I just did, so... Uh, so that ruins that. Well, let's say I hadn't told you that I was just pretending I could pick up on your thoughts and had coincidentally hit on exactly what you were thinking. You would now be thinking, Christ, uh, he's fucking able to read my thoughts now. In fact, maybe you're thinking that now. Maybe you're thinking, Christ, he's fucking able to read my thoughts now. Uh, QED. Uh, QED. Uh, don't, don't, uh, don't get all confused by that. It's just an abbreviation of some Latin. Uh, at least if I abbreviate it to QED, I'm saying letters with which you're familiar. If I if I say the full Latin, it'll be more confusing. It'll be quad ehe demonstrandum, and you'll be thinking, what the fuck does that mean? Those aren't even English words. Uh, but no, by abbreviating it to QED, I've, um, I've appeared to simply in your mind so you're just thinking oh those are just letters standard letters the base from the basic 26 letters of the standard English uh, alphabetic alphabet I'm more than familiar with those I don't know what they mean in this in this particular instance but at least they're not strangers to they're not complete strangers to me I've heard the letter Q before and I've heard the letter E before and I've heard the letter D before I've even heard the word Q before maybe he's saying the word Q uh, followed by E and then D. I don't know. Is there a word? Is there a word E? I don't think so. But maybe he means Q E D. So he means Q for a oh Q for a, an educational award or something. I don't know. Uh, well, at least uh, the point is you're not panicking now because you haven't heard a load of Latin. You're not thinking what the fuck does that mean? No, no. You've heard something vaguely familiar and you store away at the back of your mind to think about later. You say I'll think about this later, maybe during an ad break or something, when he's playing that thing that goes, uh, do, 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 matchstick cats, matchstick cats, matchstick cats, matchstick cats and stuff. Uh, well, the joke's on you, because I'm not planning to play that on this particular episode. There's such a thing as overdoing these advertisements, you know, these promos. I don't wish to advertise my webcomic Matchstick Cats during this particular episode, so you won't get a break during which to think about what QED means. Well, maybe I'll put in some sort of an interval at some point. I don't know. Remains to be seen. Depends on whether I'm in the mood or it seems to fit. We'll see. 
Ah, we'll see. We'll see as it goes along. It remains to be seen, which I suppose is the opposite of QED. But you don't know what that means, so... Uh, probably doesn't mean much to you anyway. Uh, although now you're thinking, oh, so QED means the opposite of which remains to be seen. Uh, now uh, that helps, you see. That's the clue. I can think more about that. Uh, well, I wouldn't say it's the complete opposite. Or is it? I'd have to think more about that. Is QED the opposite of uh, if it remains to be seen? Maybe it is. Maybe it is. I don't know. There's something to think about anyway. Something to, uh, something to exercise your mental facilities, your mental faculties. Uh, something to, oh, something to. It's a bit like the treadmill of the mind. If you had a, if you had a mind for your treadmill, it would be a bit like this. It would basically be you repetitively thinking about these complicated thoughts, trying to get your mental legs around them, and then ramping your up a bit. Maybe getting you up to seven or eight on the on the uh, oh on the steepness uh, scale and maybe six or seven on the speed uh, dial wherever you get up to these days I don't know how your treadmill works or how far you get up to where at this stage and you're it's none of your business I don't need to know the exact details of your workout either physical or mental or otherwise don't need to know uh, do us do it on the need to know basis that's what we'll do anyway on with the show been a great believer in the dictum uh, never ask oh never ask uh, for something that you already have because that's just going to be a that's just going to make you sound greedy he'll say oh can I have a can I have a house and people will say but you have a house already do you want a second house and you'll say no I just want the one I have already and they'll say uh, well uh, then you're not being greedy about houses but you are being greedy about time because you're wasting everybody's time asking for stuff that you already have and you'll say but I'm retrospectively asking for something after I've got it so it's not wasting time Uh, I just didn't ask for it before I got it I got it without asking and I hadn't used the opportunity before I got it to ask for it so I'm asking for it now retroactively and they'll say what in the name of Christ is the point of that and you'll say it's to make me it's to help me with the argument that I'm not being greedy and they'll say well you're being greedy now with your attention Attention-seeking, your attention-seeking. We're trying to make you sound like you have this unique intellectual thing where you're retrospectively asking for something meaningless, crap. Where you're trying to sound like an intellectual, and you'll say you're trying to sound like an intellectual now by analysing my request instead of just conceding to it, which you could, you could easily do because you know that I've already got what I asked for, and you could just say here you are, and I'll just say oh I see. I have her already oh that's great thank you very much and then you'll get the credit for conceding to my request uh, and you'll say ah, but maybe I don't want to be seen to concede to your 
request. Is that a courtier? Maybe I want to be seen to be con- to, to be ref- declining it and refusing you and not putting up with your crop. And you'll say, I don't know. Maybe that's the case. Maybe that's the case. I'm kind of lost now in this dialogue. I don't know where we are. Are you saying stuff or am I saying stuff? Or what? I don't know. It's very confusing. This stuff gets very confusing if you don't pay attention to yourself. That's what I found in my eight years of making podcasts. I found if I don't listen to what I'm saying, uh, oh, I just get confused and I lose the run of myself. I lose track completely. I get lost in my own thoughts, except I get lost outside of them rather than inside them. I get locked out of my own thoughts and I think, what in the name of Christ was I going on about? Where am I? I should just stop and start another two cats walk into a bar story. And then I think, Christ, I don't want to be doing that again. Can I not go something like, I know what you're thinking there, or monkey nuts. That's what you're thinking. Or no, what's that thing I say? Monkey nuts. That's what they call them. That's what I say. I don't say monkey nuts. That's what you're thinking. I say monkey nuts. That's what they call them. They call them big steaming shit-eating piss-poil anti-eating window looking out of a car over there in the next estate just beyond the cash interstate superhighway except it's not anymore it's gone there was a car there it went up to the end of the road in the next estate and it turned right onto the main road and then it basically disappeared from my universe it's still there may well be still there just up there in the main road the other side of those houses over there but it's disappeared from my view and therefore it don't doesn't exist. It's like the oh, it's like the tree that falls in the forest. A tree could have fallen on that car and I wouldn't know about it. Although maybe I'll know about it later when I go out for a walk along that road. But only if it's got up to the part of the road that I'm going to be on, because I'm going to be turning right out of my estate and I won't be going up towards that other estate. So I better have got past my estate and be be between my estate and the town if it's going to ha- do something that it wants me to see. And I better be still there about an hour from now when I go go out and I also better not be blocking the way because I have to get places today I have things to do I have things to do places to go I can't be getting blocked blocked by some car with a tree on us just uh, uh, just so my podcast makes a bit of sense for a few seconds no no that's that's that would be a bit of a luxury and not in a good way here here uh, lo- the luxury of having your time wasted by a car blocking the road with a tree on us that he didn't see while you're talking about it but he did later uh, just to prove a point that doesn't even make any sense on the podcast that you've already published just before you went out no no that's no that's no way to live you can't be living like that that's a luxury the luxury of time wasted uh it's not a luxury at all it's a false luxury it's like a false economy except it's a false luxury which i suppose it's the, it's the opposite it's a false luxury uh the opposite of a false economy i don't know uh, but we'll call this ep- I've just thought, decided we'll call this episode a false luxury while we're there 
because uh, you have to you have to call it something. Well, you don't have to, but I've decided. My, I have a I have a scheme for naming episodes here, and this episode is no different. Why should it be? Well, possibly because it's crap. It's not one of my better episodes. But apart from that, no. Why shouldn't it? Or why should it? Or, or why? Whatever. I I can't remember if I just said why shouldn't it or why should it. I can't even remember what I was talking about just now. Uh, oh yes, the the thing on the road. The I don't know. There's another car gone the same way. Christ, there's going to be a pile up out there by the time I get out. <laughs> Never get going. Uh, get going soon. You've been listening to Neil tell you stories about cats, probably. Neil talks a lot about cats. Send your topic suggestions to studio at interyourhead.com.